Hi, everybody. I'm Tim Garrigan, and welcome to our continuing Genius episodes, where we get to hear from super smart people like Rod Grammer, President and CEO of Idaho Business for Education. Greeting, Rod. How are you today? Good morning, Tim. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for being with us. You know, um, people ask me all the time, like, how's Close the Divide campaign going? And you and I talked in an episode here back in April when things were just starting to, to um, kick up in terms of the problems that people had getting computers for kids for remote learning. But then you got uh, information and a survey and data back in June, and you created a amazing campaign. Can you maybe talk about the problem that showed up in the survey for Idaho? You bet, Tim. You'll recall when we talked about this last in April, we thought, oh, we're just going to get the kids through the end of the school year and everything will be back to normal. And then, you know, th that seems like a quaint idea now, uh, looking back. And what we realized was that this uh, uh, COVID virus wasn't going to go away. And so then we sort of pivoted toward a, a longer term vision. And so we did a second survey of the school districts Again, finding out how many computers they needed for kids that didn't have them, how much connectivity did they need. And what we found out was that about 176,000 kids in Idaho, more than half of our students did not have a computer at home. And uh, that was just a, a stunning number. And then we also found out that between 30 and 45,000 students do not have uh, internet at home. And these, these numbers are just uh, amazing because this is the 21st century, right? Everybody has a computer, everybody has internet service. But what we found out is that, uh, that uh, thousands of our kids do not have these resources. And this isn't just an Idaho problem, this is a national problem. And uh, we just had the vision to tackle it here in Idaho. But, uh, but it's just really this digital divide is, is deep and it's very, very wide. Yeah, I think um, I think it's amazing that you the the, the vision that you had for it, call, calling it "Close the Divide." And then we branded it. I thought we had a really powerful brand image that kind of brought the state together. And then you had an idea to really mobilize the state. Can you talk about just what it takes to get folks from around the state involved and to know about it, and then to take action? Yeah, well, first of all, I think that if Idaho Business for Education did not exist, uh, if we had not had a track record of working around the state, this would have been a very difficult thing to just start at the starting line without that kind of background. So, but because we have a statewide organization of about 250 business leaders uh, and great business leaders in every community in Idaho, we were able to, to stand up an organization almost overnight. So we created seven teams around our state in the major cities across the state of Idaho. And we had a chair for each of these teams and they were really the ones, they were the ones, they were the heroes here. They were really the ones that got the job done for us. But we used those seven teams to, to collect well over 3000 computers. And we've raised well over a half a million dollars for this effort. And, and it was really a team effort. And I have to say, uh, Tim, and you know this, because I've said it so many times, 
this campaign would not have been successful without uh, the Garrigan Lyman group. Uh, you guys created the most amazing public information campaign for us, created the greatest brand, uh, brand equity for us. And, and actually, uh, your campaign, um, which you did uh, really, you know, pro bono for, for the kids of Idaho, caught the attention of the state, caught the attention of the governor, and in many ways, uh, even as important as our collection of computers was and our collection of money was, your campaign raised the awareness from the people of Idaho about how big this problem is. And, and everyone from the governor to the State Board of Education took notice of that. So kudos to you for, for really making this public facing side of the effort happen for us. Well, thanks. You know what they say? Uh, teamwork makes the dream work, right? And like you were saying, you had all those folks around the state that helped mobilize it. I know our team got involved. We talked to, I think, every community paper in the state, and we got uh, ads placed uh, with every publication. And then, we, of course, we had great uh, cooperation from CREM and KTVB on the broadcast side. And then social media just really kicked in and... Um, and, and then we created a GoFundMe page, right? Where people right. could, that was really fun. People could, could uh, sponsor a child uh, for $350 or a classroom for 7,000. Yeah. And lo and behold, right? People yeah. are donating, continue to donate. It's really wonderful. Yeah, our, our public facing part of the campaign has ended as school started and yet we're still every day getting uh, GoFundMe donations. I've got to tell you one fun story though. There are so many great stories coming out of this, but there's a lady uh, here in Boise, never met her of course, she contacted us and she wanted to uh, adopt a classroom. She said, I'm going to give you $7,000 for computers for a classroom. And, but I want to know what classroom it is. And I want the students to agree to write a poem for me uh, in return for my $7,000 donation to their classroom. So we, we identified a classroom here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, it's a low income classroom, low income kids. And so we hooked her up with the teacher in that classroom. So she is buying computers for that classroom. And she's giving another $3,000 to the classroom for whatever else the teacher for that classroom needs. But here is the real, uh, real twist. And I heard about this just yesterday, that she obviously has some money, she's elderly, and she's been looking around for a cause to believe in. And she believes so much in what IBE is doing and so much in the Close to Divide effort that she's actually going to rewrite her will oh and, and, and make the, the recipient of her will Idaho Business for Education so we can continue this great work. I've never met this lady, but she's very typical of Idahoans all across the state uh, that have written checks uh, to, to donate, to get computers and connectivity to kids. It's just really, really amazing how the people of Idaho have come together on this. It's great to um, see what people can do and, and, and hear good news like that, right? Right. I was blown away. <laughs> no kidding. So, so give us the totals again, like how much money has been raised? 
Well, um, it's over 500,000. We raised uh, about 260 in phase one, the community activation project that you helped us with. And then we pivoted, of course, to close the divide when it became apparent that it, the, the issue was bigger. And we've raised probably another 300,000 uh, or more uh, since the 1st of June. Actually, since the 1st of July, really, is when we launched Close the Divide public facing, right? Thanks to you and uh, in our campaign. So really, just in a couple month period, we raised, uh, you know, over $300,000 uh, for Close the Divide. So we have a very good, uh, what I call a war chest right now. And our goal is to get the money out by the end of October to the school districts uh, to try to fill the needs that that they have uh, for computers and for connectivity. Yeah, I suppose that's that is your next challenge, right? Is to right. get to get the computers in the hands of the kids and yeah. get them distributed. That's a that's a good challenge as well. Yeah, actually, I call it phase three of Close the Divide. You know, we started in March with you, and, and now phase three is really now uh, implementation, get ex execution, and getting those resources out. Just last week, we delivered 250 computers to the McCall-Donnelly School District up in uh, uh, north central Idaho, uh, because they've got about 10% of their students that are going to be learning 100% online, but they didn't have computers. Uh, I also uh, took them uh, about 40 headsets uh, last, uh, this week actually, where they can use it for their music program and things like that. These were all donated headsets that, uh, that we've received from a company here in Idaho. You know, I really appreciate your leadership in this, Rod. I know once we started the social campaign, uh, as you might expect, there are some people that uh, have a negative view about um, either the campaign or that no, we're all going to go back, kids are going to go back to school. Yeah. And there was a fair amount of negative activity early on. And I asked you about it and you said, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. We're, we're doing the right thing. I say, so, yeah, uh, any, any insights or thoughts looking back on that? Well, I just think that sometimes you're always going to have naysayers. There's always going to be people that that have a problem with what you're doing. But I think you've got to you've got to have a vision. You've got to know that you're doing the right thing. Uh, you've got to to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, this is the right thing to do, despite the naysayers. And and I think that's what our whole team did. Um, there was some negative noise around us uh, collecting spare computers for kids. But what people didn't understand was that the supply chain for computers is, is very, at first it was broken. No computers were coming to the United States. And secondly, um, that even now that supply chain is clogged. Uh, there's a big backlog. So these computers, like the ones we delivered to McCall last week, literally these kids without these computers would not be able to learn right now. So, um, you know, we are going to be able to buy new computers for students. We got a lot of new computers donated. I was at one drop-off site that we had this summer and this family, these two really cute kids and their dad came and they had two brand new computers hadn't even been taken out of the box that they were donating to the cause. So many of the computers we collected were also new computers, not just spare computers. But that mix of computers is very important right now because computers are hard to get, uh, even if you have money to buy them. Right. And then uh, in terms of uh, people donating, maybe not computers now, but money, 
uh, idahobe.org forward slash close. Right. Um, gets everybody the information they need and they can see how they can donate. And, and um, so feel free to yeah. keep it going, Nick, because we're closing the divide, but we haven't closed it yet, right? We haven't closed it. And, and I think one thing I've learned from this experience is that the need is not going to go away especially as state funds get more more hard to get uh, in the future. I hope that the private sector, individual Idahoans like this wonderful woman that donated to this classroom, I hope they continue to support us because what we'll do is we'll use our private money to, to continue to close this divide because uh, it's not over. Um, we've still got a great need and we need all the support we can get from people. And, and again, I can't thank uh, you enough for what you and uh, the Garrigan Lyman group have done for us. Thank you, Rod. Rod Grammer, president and CEO of Idaho Business for Education. Thank you for your leadership and congratulations on a fantastic campaign. Thanks, Tim.